Hello, and welcome back to MacTax. Last week, we talked about who needs to file a tax return, which we discussed was anyone who makes over 12000 if you're single, 24000 if you're married, unless, of course, you are dependent of somebody else. On this week's episode, I'm going to break down for you the general concept of how an individual's tax return works and how your tax is calculated. The way I like to think about it is there are seven steps to your federal 1040 tax return. Now, if all I told you was that you had to add, subtract, subtract again, multiply, subtract, add, and then subtract, that's a lot of steps, but you could do that. Anyone could do that. What makes this complex, confusing, and mostly annoying is the file is following all the instructions on the tax form and what to include as the numbers for each of these steps. All right, so let's break it down. Step one, we're going to add all of your income. So let's use an example as the best way to describe this. Let's say last year you worked at a job and you made 100000 and you made 50000 of interest income in the bank. You add those two together, you have 150000 to your tax return for step one for your income. Congratulations, you did step one. Great job. So far, you're doing good. Before we continue, I just have to pause for a minute and talk about the new tax law changes. The new tax law changed the presentation of your federal tax return, Form 1040. It used to be two pages with a bunch of lines, and now they changed it to one page. Wow, great, right? Sounds like they made it simpler. Mm, not really. Their goal was to make their goal was to simplify the tax return to make it so you can file your tax return on a postcard. So basically what they have now is a postcard. Okay. But not so fast. What they basically did is break out that two-page long tax return into one page, but behind that one-page postcard are six different pages that you have to fill out separately and attach to your page one postcard, which essentially was the same as the two pages put together with all the lines stacked on top of each other. How stupid is this? I mean, come on. All right, anyway, back to business. Step two is the subtractions to your income, formerly known as above-the-line adjustments to your income. This includes alimony paid, IRA contributions, which is money you paid into your retirement account, and student loan interest, just to name a few deductions you can claim. In future episodes, we will go into more detail about each deduction and credit, but for now, we're going to keep it at a general overview level. In this example, let's say you had 26,000 of these deductions. So you had step one, which is your 150 income, minus step two. This would give you 124,000 of what is called adjusted gross income, or AGI for short. All right, step three. Now we're going to subtract again. But wait, why couldn't we just subtract in step two? Yeah, good question. I don't know. I don't make the rules. I just follow them here. So these deductions are called below-the-line deductions because they take place after you have determined your AGI, adjusted gross income. For below-the-line deductions, you take the greater of the standard deduction, which is 12000 if you're single, 24000 if you're married, or your total itemized deductions. Again, more about how itemized deductions work in a future episode. But for now, all you need to know is you get two sets of deductions, the standard freebie deduction or your itemized deductions. So most people will be taking the standard deductions. A good part about the new tax law is they added a qualified business income deduction that you're allowed to take in addition to the standard or your itemized deductions. 
So let's say, for instances of our example, you're married and miserable, but the good news is you'll get to take the 24,000 standard deduction. So step four. Now, when we take step one minus step two minus step three, we are left with what we call our taxable income. In our example, we had 150,000 of income minus our 26,000 and above the line deductions in step two and minus 24,000 and below the line deductions because of our standard deduction, which leaves us with 100,000 of taxable income. In step four, we take this 100,000 and times it by our tax rate, which is determined based on your income bracket for the year. There's different brackets with different ranges and they get higher as you make more income. So let's use 25% just for purposes of this example, which would give us 25,000 of taxes we have due on our 100,000 of taxable income. So step five, now comes non-refundable credits. Just like there's two types of deductions, the deductions in step two and the deductions in step three, there are two types of credits, refundable and non-refundable. The naming here is a little bit more straightforward. Non-refundable, you don't get the money back. Whereas refundable, you do. That can add to the money you get back at the end of the year when your taxes are filed. So in step five, you subtract all your non-refundable credits from the tax you owe, which is our 25,000 amount, such as college education credits, refundable energy credits, and foreign tax credits. Let's say, for, for purposes of our example, you have 10,000 worth of these credits. So now, instead of owing 25,000, we're down to owing 15,000 in taxes, which is step four minus step five. Step six, okay, bad news, time to add more taxes. These are taxes that only refundable credits and money you've already paid into the government can offset. These taxes hit mostly everybody and that's why they include them in this part of the process. The most common types of these taxes are self-employment taxes and net investment income taxes. So for purposes of this example, we'll say you have 5,000 of additional taxes. So now we add step six to our net total from step five. So now we're back from owing 15,000 and now we owe 20,000 because we just added our 5,000 of additional taxes. Okay, step seven, finally we get to the good part. Here you subtract all the money you had already been, had withheld from your paycheck throughout the year and any refundable credits, such as the earned income credit, which we spoke about in our last episode, and the child tax credit. These are credits that can offset your taxes and then you can get money back on top of that as well. So for purposes of our example, let's say you had 30,000 in taxes withheld from your paycheck throughout the year. That 30,000 in step seven, minus the 20000 we owed in step six will indicate that you have a $10,000 refund come tax day. All right, looks like all this nonsense we just went through was, was worth it. So a quick recap. Step one, we added all of our ta income for the year, which was 150000 Step two, we subtracted our above-the-line deductions of 26000 Step three, we got to subtract 24000 using the standard deduction since we were married. Step four, we multiplied our 100,000 of taxable income by our tax rate of 25% to give us our tax due of 25,000. 
Step five, we had non-refundable credits of 10,000 that we subtracted. Step six, we added back our 5,000 of additional taxes, leaving us owing 20,000 in taxes. And then finally, step seven, we added back all of our money withheld from our paychecks throughout the year, and we finished it. We finished our tax return with a $10,000 refund. Thank you all for listening. I'll see you back next week for our next episode.